0: Good morning, welcome to Emmett Audio. So, I feel pretty ahead at the farm, which mostly means that I'm ahead in terms of wreaths, from what I thought I might be, because fewer wreaths sold at the sale yesterday than, uh, well, than I'd hoped, which is fine, uh, because it means, because I can take those wreaths and sell them as part of my wholesale orders that are coming up this coming week and this speaks to two things one is the benefit of having uniform products so that if something doesn't sell in one place you can use it to fulfill an order that's further down the line and this i think is something that most craftspeople miss out on especially those that are focused on carving one off things is that Well, for instance, uh, I can do this if, if I carve a bunch of things for Christmas that are also on my books for January, then if they don't sell at Christmas, then I can use them to fulfill my orders for January, and that gives me free time to do other things. Now, you might not want the free time in the sense that you might want the the work, as much work as you possibly can. But if you get to a point where you have more work than you have time, then this trick is really helpful because it allows you to gain back some of your time through the uniformity of what you make. So in my instance I have a bunch of smalls and mediums that didn't sell yesterday and I have enough reeds stockpiled at this point that I almost have all the reeds I need to get through this weekend, t- today, and also fulfill the two wholesale orders, one of which is quite large, that I have coming up this week. Which, if I could do that, would give me the time this coming week to do a handful of projects around the house that I... Have just have been getting pushed out of the way by the feeling like I ought to make hay while the sun shine and make as many wreaths as I could. But for instance, I need to build two low tunnels, which is the work of like 40 minutes, if that. And I also need to deep clean the house, particularly the downstairs, but just the house in general is getting... A bit run down, and I also need to work on my Christmas present. So, in, in my family, we have a Christmas wheel. It got to the point when we started all having kids that just getting a present for everybody, everybody getting a present for everybody, just felt ridiculous and stressful. And so, we switched to a Christmas wheel where everyone's name is on both the inside wheel and the outside wheel, and we click it forward one one pace each year and you get paired up with, you don't get paired up with somebody, although it might be right now that it's actually in pairs because of the number of people that we have in the family that's doing this. But you give to one person and you receive from one person. The lovely thing about that is that it's taken the pressure off of Christmas and it's made it much more about enjoying the person's company, enjoying everyone's company rather than it is about presents. We've been doing it for years now. At any rate, I have a a good present in mind that I'm going to do, but it's going to take a little bit of time. So I'll have some time to do that as well. I feel like it's... When you're making money, when you feel like there's money out there to be made, you just need to go spend the time to do it. And especially when you feel like there's a limited window in which to make that money. There's a season. There's such a temptation. Almost a madness comes over me. I don't know if it comes over other people. But such a temptation to just work. To always justify uh, working instead of doing these other things that aren't earning money that could be done at some other time. Like building these low tunnels, cleaning the house, etc., And to some extent, I try and shove those activities into the other periods. And it's not like in the coming week, I'm going to spend a whole day doing other things. Not yet. I'll do that in a couple of weeks. But I think it's so important to push back against that feeling because that feeling of like, oh, I should just be, I should be earning money. Um, It can take over you. Now, that might not be where you're at. It might be that you are genuinely in a financially hard place and you should have that attitude of, I could be making money because, frankly, that's what's going to get you out of it. But I think, uh, well, hopefully for all of us, there comes a time when, when you need to recognize that the compulsion to earn the money now while it feels like the earning is good is an unhealthy compulsion and it will keep you from making the moves that you could be making to earn money at other points of the year right one of the things i've noticed is that as i've earned more and more money throughout the rest of the year the compulsion of the winter time of this Christmas tree season, the compulsion of this season has lessened. Which is as it should be. Right? Because I need the money less. Uh, It used to be that earning this money during the tree season was two-thirds of the money we'd earn all year. And now, so that was two-thirds of the money that two of us combined would earn all year. And now it's I don't know, a quarter, slightly less than a quarter. And so it's far less important to our household income than it once was. And it still feels like good money, but I know from other examples in my life that that can shift. In fact, I've talked about it in my book that I can envision a day where, you know, I, uh, where I don't need the money as much from the tree farm as I used to and that um, in the book I addressed the thought of well what what would I do would I still continue farming in the book I said I would but actually now I have an, another thought which is that you know depending on how my daughters are feeling that what I've just described is the appropriate moment in which to shift ownership of the farm to them, because at that point they would be, you know, I could see how in 10 years, say, hopefully I will have gotten to myself to a place where the money we earn from the farm is a negligible enough part of our income that it feels like I could shift it to my daughters and let them have it instead. And it could, it could be the spine around which they, that stabilizes, it could be the ballast for their life going forward, and provide them with the two-thirds of their income going forward. And what I feel like happens is that the more you, uh, I think the trap that that can sometimes happen is when you feel like this season is when you're going to earn all the money better. Just earn it all while you can. You often don't do the things during that season that set up the next thing for yourself. And to some extent, that's fine if it's a finite short season, like my Christmas tree season. But if it's longer, if it's like a farming season, you know, I often... Before we had the Christmas tree farm, I, I felt like I lived for a handful of years sort of going from farming season to farming season and then scrabbling for work in between. This was when I was quite young and The problem is that during the farming season it was so all encompassing that um, that i I didn't have the energy to set myself up for. What was going to come that winter and so winter would come and i'd kind of woof, deflate and and instead of using the winter i mean to some extent we used the winters to improve our situation right built our tiny house uh <coughs> i built the hut for the, the the farm during the winter but um and but to some extent, uh, you can get into this trap where you don't put in the work that's going to lead to the opportunities down the road because you're chasing the money too hard in, in any given moment. Now, the things that I'm going to do with my free couple of hours this coming week are not things that are laying the groundwork for income down the road. Um, well, actually, some of them might be, but not this week. Uh, you know, this week is like covering some things in the garden, cleaning the house, and probably laying in a little more firewood, right? Like, that's laying the groundwork for just continuing to have a nice life. But it's not setting myself up for future success. But I think this is something that we need to, you need to be, to guard against particularly if you're in the phase where you're not earning as much money as you need to be in order to be comfortable, because quite aside from the problem of counting your chickens before they hatch that I talked about a couple of days ago, this problem is, is one of letting that sort of frenzy of of the potential money that you might earn push you to neglect things that would be better off attended to. I mean, it's not an easy thing to decide, right? Like, when do you say, okay, this is enough, doing the thing that's going to earn me money for today and I'm going to spend some other time doing other things. And I think getting that balance right, I remember it being such a mystery of how do you decide how much time is appropriate to spend doing other things. I think one of the things that we can recognize is that it's a flexible amount of time. Right, if you have more time than you have, if you, if you, well, let's just bring it back to spoons for a concrete example. If you only have the market to sell a certain number of spoons, and you think that by increasing the amount of time you spend carving, you're going to increase the amount of spoons you sell, it, that might not be true, right? You might just have spent more time carving and end up with a backlog of stuff. Whereas if you took the extra time that you have instead of uh, spending it carving, you spent it doing things that would lead to more business for you in the future, that would actually be a better use of your time. As long as you're spending time doing the thing that you want to be doing for some hours a day, also spending some... Larger or smaller time each day, promoting the thing that you're doing is more appropriate than spending that time making the thing so uh, in 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 a in a moment where you don't feel like there's an infinite amount of demand and it's just a matter of you pushing yourself to do the work, this is a relatively straightforward thing is like. You know how much you're likely to sell. Spend the rest of the time that you would have spent carving. Make a plan. Don't just say, oh, I guess I'm not working then. No. Make a plan of what you could do during that time that would promote your work and lead to more work in the future. And spend the time doing that. But if you are... In a circumstance where you literally could, you're just minting money by doing the work. There's just an infinite amount of work, but the time frame in which you can do that is pretty finite. It becomes a little more challenging because you're balancing the sustainable load on your body. Hey, don't be rolling in gross things. Let's go. Willa, come here. Did you roll in something gross? Let's see. Go on. Um you're trying to balance the sustainable load on your body with the very real needs of future opportunities to have to be attended to. And sometimes that's like let's say that you are hoping to attract a mate in your life. Well you need to attend a certain amount of time to putting yourself out there, which means you need to attend a certain amount of time to uh, those activities where you might find someone and you need to be presentable enough to be attractive to them. Let's say you have a partner. Well, you need to spend enough time making sure that you're attractive to them, whether that's through the exercise and diet choices you're making, to the how, you know, do I need to shower? Do I need to make sure my place is presentable? Like, there are real considerations to be figured out. And it's they're going to be different for each person. But one thing's for sure. Is that... The compulsion to do the thing that earns you money is just that, a compulsion. And... You must balance it with a considered, deliberate choice of how else to use your time to make sure that you have a good life, because otherwise you will have an unbalanced life that will ultimately be unsatisfying and lead to your downfall. How's that for a good ending? (laughs) Thank you for listening, guys. Talk tomorrow.